At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. We welcome you back in. It is our final hour of Live Bet Sunday presented by BetMGM from both across Las Vegas and in the Windy City. I'm Ben Wilson from our Circus Sportsbook Studios. Back with Jeff Parles. He's over at South Point. Danny Burke in Chicago as we round down or wind our way down here to the end game results with all these three late games still to come. We'll get you a full preview for Sunday Night Football as we have time. Take a look back at what we saw from the early games today. The updates right now... It appears as though the Rams are going to be able to kneel out the clock. 24-10 for L.A. would be covering all numbers and was seeing that game go way under the closing total in that particular spot of 41 as the Rams got down 10-3 in this game. will end up scoring the final 21. They're just reviewing a play. It looked like Cooper Cup obviously picked up a, a first down on third and five, but again, there is a review going on right now. If it stands, Rams will be able to take two knees and win the game. Meanwhile, in Kansas City, 17-all, oh 10.5 to go. What a play. Third and 13. Maybe. Patrick Mahomes buying time. Has nobody oh, open, and he's taken nice down tackle. from behind after about a three-yard run. So, Jeff, field goal time here for Kansas City. All those in-game over numbers that looked so appealing earlier now looking to be squarely on the wrong side as we go down toward the final 10 minutes here as these numbers will continue to tick down. We'll wait to see what the, re-num- what the reposting is once this field goal attempt is kicked, but... That uh, was that Von Miller that had a, took a heroic I, shoestring tackle from behind to prevent about a 15-yard run there from Mahomes? I think it was Milano, actually, who got him, but that was a really, really nice play after Mahomes avoided a sack where Von Miller just destroyed Orlando Brown uh, as Butker's kick is good to give Kansas City the lead at 20-17 to 17 with 9.49 to go. Uh, but look, uh, really just uh, really impressive all the way around uh, from uh, Buffalo on that play where that looked, Ben, I thought that was going to be like that run in the AFC title game against Kansas, uh, against uh, Tennessee for Mahomes where he made absolutely n- yeah. something out of nothing and it, 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 a really nice defensive play on the recovery uh, by the, uh, by the, uh, the Buffalo defense. At, and, and in that meantime now with how we've seen the numbers shift, looking at 46 and a half or 47, your live total right now, Two and a half for the book, still offering the spreads. Kansas City favored. It's a pick 'em minus 145 money line now for the books that shift to that money line in game pricing as we get to this, uh, this late in the game. Uh, and Danny, one final, just hilarious sequence of events in Seattle where our, all of our in game overs have gone to die here. 
not only does, does Arizona not pick up a fourth down after they go for it, but the worst possible case scenario happens where Kyler Murray is intercepted deep down the field. And so Seattle starts the ball at their own 25 yard line in, in a play where Marquise Brown injured on the play as well. So going from bad to worse there for Arizona, Seattle going to get the win here, 19, nine and every single number you possibly could have gotten. will go under here. DB. Yeah. Sorry. I kind of spoke that one into existence. I, uh, <laughs> I gave you the old jinx there saying that that would probably no, happen, but <laughs> Look, Arizona couldn't get anything going. I mean, once you didn't take advantage of the opportunities you had in the red zone, it wasn't going to, you know, miraculously happen there in the fourth half or in the fourth quarter part of me um, to kind of just even get over the top. Like you didn't expect them to win this game at that point, Ben, but obviously we're hoping we could at least get some garbage time points. And, you know, I'm sweating out the plus four in the hook with Arizona. So that was a bummer as well. It's just frustrating game after frustrating game for Arizona. And you know what, too? It's not great for me because I had Seattle under six wins, fellas. And uh, not in big trouble at this point. Yeah. I don't great. think that's getting there. Yeah. You, you that's, know, that's rough. Uh, with Arizona now out of timeouts here, 242 to go, Jeff. You know, Ben, this is now. So we, we in, obviously in faraway places, uh, the, the next coach fired market out there mm. where Kingsbury should be the favorite. I don't believe he is in most spots. They play on Thursday night against New Orleans. They are two and four. They are one miraculous collapse away by Vegas from being one and five, with their only win being at Carolina, and Carolina is the worst team in the NFL, Ben. If Arizona loses against New Orleans on Thursday night, a game that is at home for the Cardinals, and the Cardinals have been inexplicably bad for the most part at home this year. If they lose, I don't see how Kingsbury should survive being two and five going into basically the mini buy coming in that next week. I if they lose to New Orleans, I, I think Kingsbury is not going to be there for their eighth game, Ben. Wouldn't surprise me at all. The one element on the New Orleans side, Dennis Allen comes out after the game today, says he is not going to commit to a quarterback going forward, at least for week six. So whether that means Andy Dalton or Jameis Winston. Remains to be seen after New Orleans loses in pretty heartbreaking fashion to Cincinnati today. So with all these games now, Buffalo getting the ball back here, 944 to go. And we're just kind of winding down the clock in Seattle. Game over in L.A. with the Rams winning 24-10 in that position on top of Carolina. We can now go back and, and take a look at some of the games that were just happening so fast and furious in our early window that we didn't get a chance to really talk about in depth. And we'll start with the game that finished first. Uh, because, Jeff, you mentioned it. Really, the story of the day for many of these games have been box scores that have been relatively misleading if you at least compare the box scores to the final score and how the actual game flow played out in a maybe a different way than what the box score actually reflected. San Francisco and Atlanta was a great reflection of that today where yes. San Francisco, yes, they out-yard Atlanta by a healthy margin, had a big time of possession edge, had more first downs and more yards per play, but Atlanta never trails in the game. Marcus Mariota only threw one incomplete pass today against a defense that's top two in basically every single metric. And this ended up being a no sweater for an Atlanta team that got a ton of steam all week from as high as six in the market. Contests were five or five and a half. I played, I did play Atlanta in the contest catching five and a half and they closed all the way down to three and a half. Just a resounding victory for Arthur Smith's uh, Atlanta Falcon team continue to be impressive a team that we did not give much credit to at the start of the year. Ben, the Atlanta Falcons are live to win the NFC South at this point. As ridiculous as that may seem, they're tied with Tampa. Yes, Tampa beat them last week, so they have the head-to-head tiebreaker right now. But the Atlanta Falcons, Ben, positive point differential through six games. And this was supposed to be a team that was going to be one of the worst teams in the entire league, according to a lot of people this offseason. And we all got it wrong. Because this Falcon team... And again, I, it's, I, on a day where Matt Ryan was legitimately good for Indianapolis today, the, the Falcons have an improvement at quarterback. Because even though Mariota doesn't do a lot, what Mariota doesn't do is lose you football games, play you out of football games with mistakes, which by the end, Matt Ryan was doing that on basically an every other week basis for Atlanta. And we have seen that happen in Indianapolis multiple, multiple times already this year. But look, I mean, you, you're... You, you, with Atlanta, look at their schedule. After next week, where they're going to probably be a touchdown underdog, maybe a little south of that against Cincinnati, they play Carolina twice in three weeks. Awesome. Win both of those games. 
then after that, you get the Bears, the Commanders, and the Steelers. Like, you have a shot to really rack up some wins if you're the Atlanta Falcons, and they have a shot to win the NFC South. And again, for San Francisco, Ben, this one is just throw out the tape. They were so battered with injuries. Second straight game on the East Coast. I'm not really taking much from this from a San Francisco perspective where, look, if they don't get healthier, they probably are in trouble. But they will get healthier, and I expect them to be fine and probably still win the NFC West. And you know what's amazing? We we've talked about this through the show. How in game, or just the in season win totals, division odds. Yes, they'll make the playoffs. They're updated every week. A lot of times, numbers are pretty razor sharp. There's not a whole lot of numbers where you look at and you say, "Oh, those those are really enticing." Atlanta guys coming into this week was twenty to one to win the NFC South. Tampa Bay is now three and three. Atlanta is now three and three. Danny, I don't know how much that adjustment is going to make. Even if that number was cut in half and you were still getting Atlanta 10 to 1 when we wake up tomorrow at BetMGM, how enticed are you at this point to take to take that number given the standings as they sit here through six weeks? I mean, I get it, and I wouldn't talk anybody out of it if you actually end up pulling the trigger on it. And if you're just looking for a bet to have some value, and then by the end of the season, it's going to be completely different. That's your line of thinking. But, I mean, at the end of the day, Tom Brady's going to figure it out, right? They already have the advantage over Atlanta winning last week. And I, I know they haven't been pretty, but this is what happens sometimes with Tom Brady's teams. Yet, again, they always find a way. So, uh, I get that Atlanta at this point is now a team that's not really that fluky. It's just we have to approve appreciate them and give the credit where it's deserved and it certainly is right now and yeah Jeff you're right they do have a very favorable stretch coming up when they get the Panthers when they get well you get the Panthers twice obviously then the Bears and the Commanders but um, who knows what the Steelers will look like by the end of the season if the Saints pick it up when they go to New Orleans obviously they got to go to Baltimore and obviously we don't know what Arizona is going to look like either so if it come comes down to that last game against Tampa Bay, I'd still have my money on Tampa winning that game and Tom Brady. But I don't hate the line of thinking. I just don't actually think it's going to happen. Danny, there's a reason that's going to be a still, even though it's not going to be 20 to 1 anymore, like Ben said, that's still going to be a bloated price on a team that has a really soft schedule from week 8 through week 13. You're probably right. Tampa probably figures it out. And if it comes down to week 18, where it's Tom Brady playing the Falcons, who is he has owned their soul his entire yeah. career, you would expect Tom Brady to get it done in Atlanta. But there are crazier bets on the board right now. I don't think that's nuts with the way this schedule pans out for Atlanta. And uh, look, yeah. I, 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 even though Cincinnati will be almost a touchdown favorite probably in that game, are you putting it past Atlanta to go to Cincinnati and win next week? I wouldn't. You can make it. You could certainly make a case on what we're seeing here from Atlanta, and we'll be very curious to see where that number reposts. Twenty to one heading into this week uh, as we look at Atlanta now three and three. Tampa losing outright as high as a ten and a half point favorite today on the road to Pittsburgh, twenty to eighteen. The final there as we hit a break. Buffalo forced to punt. Josh Allen sacked for a loss of eleven on third and long. So back to Kansas City here with seven thirty-five to go. Live total down to 44 and a half or 45 and a half, depending on the number. All these numbers with under juice right now because we're only at 37. So my over, uh, yet another game, guys, yet another over where I'm looking uh, looking pretty much dead uh, with the in-game position. I mean, what are you going to do? We've had our guy Adam Chernoff at Covers points out there have been 13 different goal-to-go situations that have resulted in either turnovers or field goal today's. 13 just today pretty high number there in the NFL. We'll talk some more early results as well. Walk you down the stretch of Bill's Chiefs when we come back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. As we welcome you back to Live Bet Sunday, presented by BetMGM, a reminder that BetMGM, king of sportsbooks in Nevada, has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you will love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. As we roll on, it is our final hour of Live Bet Sunday. Opportunities abounding, though, for both the Bills and the Chiefs. Chiefs had a chance. We We told you about last segment. Had forced a punt there of Buffalo. Had the ball back. A chance to not necessarily put the game away, but put Buffalo in a really difficult spot down the stretch. And Kansas City goes three and out, losing a yard in the process. Buffalo with the ball back. Here we go. Third and one, guys, at the 34-yard line. Little pitch play out wide. That does not look good, but it's somehow short. I... Oh, nope, just short. short by about a half yard. I, so we'll have a fourth down in inches here with the under four minutes to go now. Buffalo down three. You have a quarterback who is basically seven feet tall, can run like a gazelle, and you're running a pitch play on third and one to Devin Singletary? What is this play calling? Yeah, they'll go for it here. I, I, yeah, I, absolutely. I mean, they'll it's sneak a go- it now. Absolutely a go spot again for Buffalo. But you have Josh Allen. This is oh, you're right. I, it is a regular look. I don't care that it's week six. This is as important of a regular season game that is going to be played in, in the NFL this year because the winner of this game is going to have a big time inside track to get the one seed in the AFC and then promptly be the favorite to win the Super Bowl because of it. You cannot. So many times, and this is the third time, Buffalo will probably go for it if it's ruled short, and that is pretty darn close. But you cannot, 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 cannot not have Josh Allen, and it is fourth and a foot, get under center and QB sneak it with the 6'7 quarterback. Get the half yard of your Buffalo. Your offensive line has been good most of the day today. Get under center and sneak it right up the gut and get a half yard with your giant quarterback that has a good set of legs. <laughs> makes I don't sense, know why Jeff. you wouldn't. I mean, it's like I'm just just staring at the way I'm just watching them line up here. Like it, it seems so easy. I mean, it's easy for us to sit here and just say, but get yeah, under Buffalo center, is, man. It's it's been a struggle all year in the in these fourth and short uh, situations, and whether that's been in the red zone or in spots like this. So we'll. We'll see uh, 3.51 to go there. And while we were in break to the other game of the late window ending officially. So I can finally uh, get just, just, you know, get my misery uh, complete as I lose every single bet possible <laughs> on overs uh, going on at Seattle, Man. Arizona and Seattle final score, Seahawks, 19 Cardinals, nine. We'll see if Kif- if Cliff Kingsbury is now a loss away from getting the boot. I think he should in Arizona. Oh, Meanwhile, look Allen at does that. Sneak it and oh, he picked up a yard, Jeff. He picked up a yard. Uh, go figure. Uh, <laughs> oh <my laughs> Dan, I know Danny and I are sitting here like so, so hard. Guys. Saying, yeah, we, we, we are, we are echoing. There's nothing else for us to add. <laughs> Josh Allen is doing. So here we go. 
I don't, you know, Danny, you've got, you feel pretty good with the teaser here leg, at least for, uh, for Kansas City. So I, I'd imagine you feel pretty good. You're not invested anywhere else. You can just kind of sit back, relax uh, with getting Kansas City up to eight and a half or nine in that teaser. A lot would have to happen for you to, to really sweat that out at this point. Yeah, just hoping even if obviously Buffalo is uh, marching down the field that they do it methodically here and uh, take some time off the clock. But I know Jeff and you are going to be sweating this one down to the very end. And look, I mean, Jeff, as we've seen, even if Buffalo does get a touchdown and they manage to clock very well, it doesn't take much for Kansas City to have an opportunity. So uh, this one really isn't well, going to be over until Well, a big over. difference here. Assuming, like, let's say Buffalo scores a touchdown. Assuming, oh, yeah, Bass, no goal, assuming Bass makes a PAT and we know Bass is one of the five best kickers in the league it's gonna be a lot harder than it's been in the in the end of the half today and uh in that playoff game uh where obviously they only needed three but look again these are pretty clearly the two best teams in the nfl going right now that's no disrespect to philly who i think is quite good as well but these two teams are better than the philadelphia eagles right now uh but look if you're the buffalo bills you're the preseason favorite the shortest favorite in a long time in the nfl to win the super bowl you find a way to win this game now with the way that Kansas City has let you off the hook here with a missed field goal from Butker, a really bad drive from KC, up by three. Yes, I know that everyone and their mother was screaming for the tripping call on Chris Jones that they didn't get. It probably was a trip, but you're not getting that call because the ref is more likely to not thinking that Jones was blocked into him, even though it was probably a mm -hmm. tripping call. Uh, but look, if you're Buffalo, if you're as good as everyone has said you are the whole year, you go down the field and score a touchdown here on this drive, right. and they're in Kansas City territory after a nice play to Diggs again. I pick up a third and two, Diggs wide open in the flat, so 2.14 to go. Buffalo still has all three timeouts. Kansas City has two. We'll see if that timeout Andy Reid had to burn about three minutes into the second half comebacks to bite the Chiefs. But that is nine catches for a buck 30 now for Buffalo. They keep moving the ball down the field first and 10 at the Kansas City 46. So we're going to have a, maybe one to two more plays. Then we'll get the two-minute warning. We'll see how this one finishes. Allen has a pass batted down right at the line. So second and 10. 2-11 to go. Again, we were talking earlier, guys, though, games that got maybe caught up in the wash with all the hectic finishes around the league in our early window. And a game we didn't really get to dive deep into, another one here would be New England and Cleveland. I liked New England coming in because I figured Cleveland had the worst rushing defense in the NFL. We know New England is a top-five rushing attack, and I figured New England with a you know, young third-string quarterback in Bailey Zappi as a rookie, you just run the ball down their throats. Yet, New England only rushed for 98 yards in this game, and they put up 38 points. Bailey Zappi goes 24 of 34 for 309 and two touchdowns. And, Jeff, I know you were on the other side, so I, I'm curious your thoughts on this. I mean, it was a whitewashing in the end, 38-15, and the score wasn't really even uh, close to, uh, as to indicate how much of a beatdown this actually was. And yet, I felt like my handicap was uh, completely wrong when it related to New England and their rushing attack against Cleveland's rush defense. Yeah, I think I, I think it was wrong process, but correct bet, Ben, because there was no doubt you had the right side in this game because New England... Look, I, I, I got to give Belichick credit. I really thought this New England team was heading towards a season where they would go 6-11, and 11, maybe 7-10 and 10 at best, but... Without Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi's played two pretty reasonable games in a row. I guess even make it three reasonable games in a row where, uh, quite frankly, uh, a game uh, now with seeing Green Bay these last two weeks, a game that New England very easily could have won and, quite frankly, probably should have won with the way the Packers have played these last few games. Uh, but, I, Ben, I, I think you have a legitimate conversation to be had in New England with the quarterbacking because Bailey Zappi was really good today. And Mac Jones, I, look, I, he had a few games last year that were pretty similar to this, but Zappi's composed. Now, of course, at some point when you're a lower draft pick, the, the, the other shoe could fall. Zappi against a Bear team on Monday night that we know is not any good, could have a horrible game. And then Mac Jones is right back in against the Jets the following week. But I, I think there's a legitimate conversation to be had. I'm not saying that Zappi has clearly overtaken Jones because he hasn't. But there's at least a conversation yeah. to be had there in New England with the quarterbacking situation. And on the Cleveland side, Danny, I, look, I, I said this off the air, but I, I feel comfortable saying this on the air. This is pretty much karma for everything that happened this offseason with Deshaun Watson for them because they have been the three previous losses before today. There were mm. agonizing defeats, agonizing and now today, in a game against a team that, quite frankly, not a great rush defense, but has a pass rush 
that can be a little bit hard. And Matthew Judon's a great player that doesn't get his due. Jacoby Brissett was awful today. And now Cleveland, with a really easy first six games, where they very, very easily could have been five and one, are out of it two and four. Adios, see you later. You're heading for third place, maybe even the last place in the AFC North at this point if you're Cleveland. And Jeff, three of those losses have come at home. And you're right, yeah. it's been an incredible fashion. And you, I mean, you couldn't have asked for a better schedule without your supposed star quarterback into Sean Watson than if you were Cleveland right now. And it's, it's really just an inexcusable loss here from the Brett. Like, I mean, I'm not trying to take away from what the Patriots did, but in the fashion that they lost, like you gave up 28 points in the second half. What happened to this Cleveland defense? It's just seeming to get worse and worse and worse, especially in the second half of games. You didn't stick with your strategy of running the ball. I know Chubb didn't have the best effort, but 12 carries is a really small amount from him. And I know that they were trailing, so you kind of didn't want to utilize that, but only 56 rushing yards. It's come to the point where if Chubb isn't rushing for 90 plus yards, the Browns clearly aren't going to be in any game you kind of got to get Kareem Hunt involved more so whether it's in the short passing game or running game as well but it all comes down Whoa. to Jacoby Brissett too Jeff like you wow. said and he played awful yeah See? no he, cer- he certainly did uh, and meanwhile we're, we're our reaction was on the Josh Allen uh, high hurdle here after final play before the two-minute warning Allen to digs for 18 yards down to the Kansas City 28 and wow I mean that the, the dude's athleticism is insane Jeff, I mean, that that looked uh, like a pretty decent amount of clearance off the ground as Allen runs for, for 16 yards down to the Kansas City 12. Here you go, first and 10, 153 to go at the Chief 12, and the Bills are favored in the live market now, minus 170. That was almost a crane kick by accident from Josh Allen. That's how high he got up. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, again, it I just... I, I and and we're seeing Buffalo kind of do this a little bit more on this drive, but and I know I know he's your prized possession, but you gotta let him run more. I, I mean, he really is dominant yeah. with his legs when he gets going. Oh, this time on first and ten, Allen down for a loss of two. Nobody taking any timeouts. Clock running, one thirty to go in the game. What'll happen? I don't know. We'll find out when we come back. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. VSEN Pro subscribers get access to the best betting talent in the game. If you have not subscribed yet, VSEN has a midseason offer to make you a smarter better. Sign up now for just $99 and get VSEN Pro access all the way through the Super Bowl. You'll get VSEN, everything VSEN has to offer, including 24 7 live shows and subscriber only betting guides to College Bowl season and the Super Bowl. All for less than the monthly rate. You'll also get VEASAN subscriber-only season prep guides to the NHL, NBA, and World Cup. It's the best bet in the game. 99 bucks for VEASAN Pro now through the Super Bowl. Sign up at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And you could have given me 100 to 1 odds on Patrick Mahomes throwing an interception with his team down four in the final minute of the game. And I probably would not have taken it. But that's what just happened after Josh Allen finds Dawson Knox for a 14-yard touchdown, 12-play, 76-yard drive. Mahomes, after a a pretty soft defensive holding penalty on first and 10 at the 30 yard line with 56 seconds left picked off. I, I can't believe that actually happened guys. That, what a, hey, you just never saw Johnson cut right never in front of his, of sky Moore, And that is, it's not technically game over because Kansas city has two timeouts left, but that is essentially the ball game here in Kansas city. Ah, uh, that is uh that I, man, I'm willing to say that's lights out. Cause if, if Buffalo executes, these plays correctly, it's going to get under 40 when they snap their third down play. That is, look, that is a championship-level win for Buffalo uh, in a game where, look, I I think Kansas City is going to regret this. And if Buffalo ends up with the one seed in the AFC, Kansas City is going to only have themselves to blame because they had opportunities in this game to win this game. Bunker missed a, a kick. The Chiefs up three, had no urgency whatsoever, and Buffalo got the stop, and then the Bills had the exact urgency you needed on that last drive with pretty darn good clock management. Uh, and in the end, Josh Allen was great in this game, Ben, and and they when they finally let him use his legs, he was unstoppable on that last drive. So by all the credit in yeah. the world, assuming this gets upheld, which there's no reason to think that didn't that look like he got that clean to me, Ben. Look, um, look clean. Yeah. Teron yeah, Johnson I mean, with the interception. Yeah, I'm clean. Look, there's no bobble or anything. That should be a bill ball. And as you'd mentioned, Jeff, with fifty one seconds left, I said, is that Kansas City uh, the timeout they had to take with 
early on, early on in the third quarter going to come back to bite them? Sure did. Uh, absolutely, yes. Because if you run, let's just say you run four seconds off the clock per play, that gets you down to 39 seconds on third down, and you would be able to run out the clock entirely. So this should be game over. And it's funny, Danny, you mentioned how you, like I was quick to jump in over at 48 and a half. That's going to be a loser. Something you said, though, it's, it's pretty prescient now. It, it's funny how we always talk in the in-game markets. Like you want to set a threshold to bet where you, you, know, you, want, you obviously don't want to wait too long, but you also want to get a fair price, at least to how you perceive the game to be. Your fair price on taking the over, Danny, was 43 and a half. Uh, so you look like one smart guy compared to me right now if you were able to come in and bet that thing live. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Kind of a tricky situation all around here. And it's really kind of a bummer you didn't get to see Patrick Mahomes get a little bit more effort on this drive. I know that, uh, you know, Ben, you're not too uh, too sad about that, sweating out the Bills. I'm low-key sweating out my teaser here. I wouldn't be shocked if Buffalo gets a touchdown. Oh, don't if say City it. he plays some defense. Oh, I've been okay. sweated out since he threw it. I'm terrified right now. You know the Bills are going to be aggressive. I don't like it. Oh, Danny, I mean, legitimately well, the, now. The, well, the, the, the issue with that, Danny, is that unlike if Buffalo was up by one right now, let's just say for, for argument's yeah. sake, then if you're Kansas City, you would just let them score. Right. But Buffalo, A, would be too smart to do that, and B, in a situation like this, letting them score puts them up by two possessions. So there's really no point. There's, there's really not. So I, I think you're a little, uh, you're a little too much in self-sabotage mode. You're going to be fine. Uh, it would take something truly cataclysmic to happen. And if Buffalo gets a first down, they, they're just going to drop to the turf here. So now this is just a procedural thing. Buffalo picks up six on first down anyway. So this is uh, going to be game over. And uh, we, I guess we can go back to the whole Andy Reid thing, Jeff, where they, they, they cost themselves seven points at the end of the first half, even though the Chiefs got three back by trying to get cute, taking a timeout when Josh Allen and the Bills still had the ball inside their own five-yard line, and then a procedural timeout they're forced to burn at the 11-minute mark of the third quarter ultimately prevents them from being able to get the ball back here in the endgame situation where they could have at least had a shot down by seven with theoretically about 35 to 40 seconds left had they stopped the Bills here. Yeah, I, I, this was uh, this, this was a not a good outing for Andy Reid today. Uh, and look, I, even more so, like, I mean, Patrick Mahomes threw two interceptions. And one of those interceptions was in the end zone. Now we can yep. quibble with with, with Valdez Scantling uh, really not making a great effort for the ball and Elam being able to wrestle it wrestle it away. But that was a dangerous throw. Like you 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 could very easily see how that got picked. And then the one at the end, look, you just didn't see didn't see Johnson. What are you going to do? Guy made a really nice play. But in the end, uh, again, uh, Kansas City's going to Kansas City's going to regret this one because now the Bills' schedule. They go through the tough part of the schedule at five and one. They this thing really opens up now. They get a bye week next week. They get the Packers on a Sunday night in Western New York in week week eight, where the bill where the Packers are just in a horrible shape right now. Ben coming off losing to the Giants and then yeah. really just getting really getting out. I don't want to say outclassed. But they were outclassed today by the Jets, which is obviously a shocking statement to be said. Uh, but look, Buffalo's schedule really opens up right now. It's very hard to see Buffalo playing two games worse than Kansas City the rest of the way, especially when you couple with the Kansas City schedule, which, as we know, is one of the most brutal schedules in league history. So this is yep. uh, when this is all said and done. We're going to be talking about a game being played in Western New York for an AFC title game instead of Arrowhead Stadium if Chalk prevails now because of this result. And Kansas City only has themselves to blame when it's all said and done. Well, and you look at where the win total is in season. It was 13 and a half with plus money to the over plus 110. So likely, Danny, will see this now shift to 13 and a half. Pretty, I would say, decent juice, maybe like minus 120 on the bet MGM side to the over. But it's when we go through the schedule, the point becomes, okay, at what point would you even consider thinking there's not a value to be had on the over and, and be any even thought to take the under, like you could probably set that thing at even at 14 and a half. I still don't know that I'd be willing to look to bet under there. It just kind of goes to show a, the strength of Buffalo and B the schedule that Jeff just laid out that they still have to come here. Yeah, absolutely. I really don't have any uh, attraction to wanting to bet a uh, win total that gets adjusted so much, regardless of the dominance we see with either For of sure, these teams, yeah. depending on how you look at it. And certainly Buffalo, Ben, kind of as you're alluding to. But I did want to bring up one point that I think we can take away from this game if we are looking at the side of Kansas City in this instance. 
I, their defense really stepped up. And I, I get at the end of the game, Josh Allen had the drive, and right at the end of the half you did, but you could kind of attribute that to, again, Andy Reid, as we mentioned, and then the Bills having that game-winning drive that kind of just was expected at that point. So I think down the road, you're not going to look back at this game and go, ah, no, I'm afraid to back the Chiefs against the Bills if they meet the playoffs because of the Bills winning that game. I'd go, no, well, Kansas City actually held their own. What happened is Andy Reid had a few mishaps. Patrick Mahomes had the two interceptions, but they were able to limit what we're classifying as an incredible Bills offense pretty darn good. And look, Buffalo has a great defense themselves, so you're kind of expecting them to contain Mahomes enough, which they did. But I still feel great about Mm -hmm. Kansas City. Not that I have a ticket on them or I'm rooting for them, but if I did, I still think there's an argument to be made Kansas City. Could, you know, obviously be the top team in the NFL right now. Buffalo has the bragging rights, but they're right next to them still. No doubt about that. Uh, as we look at the, at the final today, the 24, 20 yeah. all unders as well. Cashing. There were some, I think that, what was it? 40 and a half. Jeff was our, our actual low watermark in this total. So there were some numbers if you held out long enough to get there to the over in this game. But for the most part, like my 48 and a half, I took early at seven, three, those all will come up uh, a little bit short. And we were talking off air earlier. What, what would you make a Packer bill line in Buffalo coming out of the bye week, Jeff, in week eight for Buffalo? If Green Bay doesn't look good, doesn't look good even in victory against Washington next week, or if somehow they manage to blow that game against the Commanders after, uh, again, getting thoroughly beaten by the Jets today and blowing a big second-half lead against the Giants in London, Buffalo could very easily be north of a touchdown. I'm not going to say 10 because that does feel nuts, but north of a touchdown, absolutely in play. And there is is absolutely no reason coming off a bye to think that Buffalo will not basically destroy Green Bay six feet under the turf there in Leicester, New York. That is the way the Packers look right now. They look like a team that is zombified. And I'm not sure they're recovering this year, Ben. I'll say, and I'll say this too. Not only is it the, is that spot extremely accurate, but Green Bay, at least in, in my lifetime, has only played. Let's see, it's what one, two, four games all time in Buffalo. Green Bay was favored, I believe, in uh, at least at least well one of the the last time they played. Green Bay was a favorite, laying four. It was a game that cost them the home field advantage in the NFC playoffs in 2014. Green Bay, at least if, over the, the Favre-Rogers era, over the last three decades, 0-4 all-time in Buffalo. They've all, that has always been a house of horrors for any Packer team. And the highest number Aaron Rodgers has ever been as an underdog when he's a starter, 8.5 points. So that has the potential. That was Seattle opening night 2015 as well as, or I should say 2014, as well as the NFC Championship game that same year. There's a potential. That could be the, the biggest number Aaron Rodgers has ever gotten as a underdog in his career as a starter. Kind of crazy when you think of it that way. Uh, We still have a big Sunday night football game to preview. Cowboys-Eagles. We'll get thoughts from Danny and Jeff as we wrap up the show next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any pro football game. If all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back in free bets up to $25. Log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to take advantage of this offer all season long. Just opt into the one-game parlay insurance promotion. Then place a one-game parlay wager with four legs or more on any pro football game. If you miss only one leg on your wager, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age, you're older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued is non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. As we're back for the final time on Live Bet Sunday, big thanks to the entire crew behind the scenes, led by our producer Matt Santos over at South Point. With Liz, Aramis, Matt, Jeff, all helping out as well at South Point, making us look as good as possible. That only works up to like a certain threshold because my in-game over bets have just been horrific today. I Meanwhile, Danny Burke, he's his own engineer over in Chicago. Uh, so Danny, we put Danny on an island. He can set up everything over there. Uh, big hit for Jeremy. Jeremy had a big Bills bet as well. So congrats there. Uh, Jeremy with a nice day. He's been helping me out over at uh, Circa today. And we still have a Sunday night game, gents, to get to Eagles and Cowboys and when Vinny Maliulo was on with you, Jeff, a couple hours ago over at South Point, he anticipated this game likely touching seven. It wouldn't be for long. And sure enough, the game did hit seven at South Point, but quickly gobbled back up, seeing that back down to six and a half. And across the market, there is one book. It's actually two books. Uh, I'm seeing it Westgate across town and behind me at Circa. You are seeing Eagles minus seven, even money. Uh, Danny, I don't know what the numbers look like on your screen there in Chicago, but now what do you make of this line now getting all the way up to a touchdown here about a half hour before kick? Yeah, I'm looking right now. Let me double check. But every tie or every book I saw was pretty much. Yeah. Okay. So here we go. Actually, it's, it's an even split. So we got six and a half at three and then the other three have it at seven right now. So, Hey, you can uh, pick whichever one you like better right now in the state of Illinois. Uh, ben, for this game, I, I was talking about it at the beginning of our show. I ended up doing the teaser at Kansas city up to plus eight and a half and tease down the Philadelphia Eagles to minus a half. I, I think this could be more of a, uh, you know, the Cowboys get knocked back down to how they probably should be playing with Cooper Rush. Not that Cooper Rush is bad, but he hasn't necessarily been put in a position, I guess, maybe with the exception of that Giants game, to where he's had to overcome a lot of adversity, right? Like Tony Pollard or Ezekiel Elliott has carried a lot of the load, and they've been doing short, simplified passes, and maybe they should do a simplified offense like that with Dak Prescott at this point. But then, of course, their defense has been phenomenal. I mean, that's been the number one reason why they have sustained this success with Cooper Rush. You're not going to get away with it, though, against this Jalen Hurts-led offense that has been a revelation there in Philly. I mean, they've been tremendous. You, you talk about coach of the year. I remember earlier Jeff was saying, you know, it's far and away Brian Dable. Well, Nick Sirianni's giving you a run for his money right now. I get that Dable took a lesser team, and it's his first year. But, hey, if the Eagles remain undefeated, which I imagine they will after this game, he still may be at the top of the list. So I just think the Eagles have enough of the advantage that if you did – have this spread, which you do at minus six and a half. And if I wasn't invested in the teaser, I probably would have enough conviction to lay it with Philly. I get it's a division game too, and that really? the Cowboys mm -hmm. defense may keep it contained in the first half. So if you don't, maybe wait for an in game. But again, the old adage, the gun to your head, I think the Eagles could certainly win this one by a touchdown because this also could be one of the better defenses Cooper Rush has faced at this point, Ben. 
It's funny. I, I think I lean the same way you do, Danny. And yet I, as I see that number continue to creep up and up, it just makes me a little bit uneasy that uh, for as good of a defense as Dallas is, you're asking a lot out of Philadelphia to cover a big number. But I, I imagine, Jeff, the old line here, and we, we figured the injuries would be a, a big element of this where the Eagles had three different old linemen, all questionable coming in, two of whom were injured last week. And all three of those guys, Jordan Mailata at left tackle, uh, you have Wilkerson at the left guard position, Kelsey at the center position. Most handicappers would tell you center means the most in any scenario, but especially for Philadelphia with the leader of that offensive line, Jason Kelsey, able to get back to full health. All three of those guys are active and will be starting tonight. Now, how much of that is factoring into your handicap there, Jeff, when you I, look at this one? Definitely factors. I think the bigger thing, though, is that the last few weeks it's been shadowed because Dallas's defense has been incredible. Cooper Rush was terrible last week against the Rams. He just didn't have to do anything. Um, and, and at some point, there's going to be a defense that takes advantage of these interceptable throws from Rush. And Philadelphia, who, again, a little shaky last week, but it, it made sense why they were shaky. Long road trip. Arizona, even though Arizona's record isn't good, they have talent. Uh, a look-ahead spot to Dallas, a team, the last undefeated team in the league. Like, they had a lot of things going against them and still found a way to win last week in Arizona. I, I, this kind of feels like, to me, that this could very easily look like week two, where Philadelphia just destroyed Minnesota. And this could very easily be another game where Philadelphia sets the record straight in the NFC and basically say, all right, this was cute, this nice 4-1 and one start for you, Dallas. We're a lot better <laughs> yeah. than you guys are. And especially when you're playing Cooper Rush. I wouldn't be – look, could Dallas backdoor this game and Dallas's D-line play great again? Sure. But I think Philadelphia is rolling here. And also, too, guys, I, I know uh, this could, could end up being total nonsense, what I'm about to say. Every season seems to be going up Philadelphia's way right now, from the Phillies <laughs> to the Flyers actually winning a couple hockey games to begin the season. The, the expectations are high on the, on the Sixers. Everything but just rolling up Philadelphia right now. So I, I won't be shocked uh. if the Eagles roll tonight and really set Dallas kind of back to earth after this great start. Yeah. Disgruntled Mets fan, Jeff Parles, making sure to mention no, I, I, the I baseball mean, playoffs. Look, I, I have nothing against Philadelphia. Point. I mean, again, it's, you got the five versus six in the NLCS. I mean, you might as well be the NHL at that rate with that <laughs> blow up bracket. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. I no, I mean, three, three hundred win teams all out at the NL playoffs. And I would think too, when you look at, because it's, it's funny how the general perception of this matchup has kind of been, all right, it's Dallas's defense against Philadelphia's offense, but I don't know that enough has been made. And clearly the market is reacting to this and driving this number up, but that's the big discrepancy here. Dallas, if you look at the opposing uh, offenses, that, uh, I should say the opposing defenses that Dallas has had to go up against, sure, it's tough. It, it's top 12 units across the board, but at the same time, to, to sit there with a bottom 10 yards per play output, to be fourth from the bottom in yards per drive overall, it just tells you, when you compare that to what the defense is doing, it's been one unit winning games for Dallas. And we've joked about this in the past where, as a head coach, Mike McCarthy has looked so much better because he's in this can't-lose situation, right, with a, 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 a basically a backup quarterback who is never expected to do anything outside of just try not to screw things up and turn the ball over. So you just wonder, how long can that conservative style where you're not really putting yourself in a position to make big plays because you want to make sure you're not turning the ball over at all, how much can that really hold up? We've seen teams, uh, Washington's a great example, tried a similar strategy against Philadelphia when those two teams met earlier in the season in D.C., it took a quarter for Philadelphia's offense to open up Washington with how little the commanders were giving on the offensive side of the ball. I get that Dallas's defense is a notch higher above Washington's, not trying to compare those two teams because Washington in general is a dumpster fire. But I have to think that the, uh, that the overall Cooper Rush experience comes way, way down. And I mean, what, do you, what do you think about the fact that last week, a lot of respected money was on the Rams for as misguided as that position was, Rams against Dallas, Danny. But wasn't that kind of the main thing Theology behind the reason or behind the line move for LA a week ago was that that would be the perfect spot for Rush to completely falter in a big spot on the road in LA. Didn't turn out that way, but I have to think that that's probably what's driving this move once again here. Yeah, uh, certainly. And I think, too, you look at this Philadelphia team, and I was touching on this a tad bit earlier in the show. I mean, they were really put 
to kind of their first test last week against Arizona. I get that the Cardinals have not looked good. They're a very frustrating team, but despite losing, Arizona played one of its best games last week, and Philly was banged up in their trenches, yet they still held strong, and they ended up winning that game. And probably if it did go to overtime and Amendola didn't make that kick, Philly probably finds a way still to win that game. So they've kind of already had that moment where it's like, all right, we're a little complacent. Our backs are against the wall. This is prime time. This is Sunday night, a division rival, one that you know you are better than, one that you know probably is playing a little bit better than they should. So I feel pretty comfortable in assuming the mm -hmm. line movement is the appropriate side here. Again, I'm already invested in teasing it down. I didn't want to sweat it out. But uh, yeah, under seven, I think is the right spot with Philly. A lot of teasers coming into Sunday night. 42 and a half or 43 <laughs> is the total. Scary. I want to say that this, Jeff, to wrap things up. Uh, only two other teams had played a two other teams playing today have played a softer opposing offensive schedule than Dallas so far, San Francisco and the New York Giants, at least to this point. Uh, do with that information what you will. But those those defensive numbers, you can make a case, Jeff, have probably been bloated a little bit by the weak offensive competition they're getting the, on the, the other side. The only counter to that is that Micah Parsons is absolutely unblockable. That is the only counter I have for you, Ben. Yep. Hey, I'm not saying I don't think Dallas is a good defense. Not saying that Cooper Rush is just in, incapable of playing a close, tight to the vest game. Just feels like in this particular spot, it would be Philadelphia and nothing for me. And we're all on the same side there. So great stuff, gentlemen. What a barn burner of a day we had once again at the National Football League, as we say so long. For Jeff Parles, for Danny Burke, Matt Santos, our producer, and the rest of our crew, I'm Ben Wilson. It is. The Pro Football Blitz coming up next with Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard right after this on Decent. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.